We're stretching out Christmas this year at TCC. It's uh, Saturday and Sunday next weekend, 2 p.m. Um, you can get tickets after today, and after that, you can call Andrew Airholtz at 218-556-7795. Few more things, updates with that. We need more homemade cookies for the intermission time at both days of the play. So thanks for considering doing that. And you can talk to Carla Mandrell if you're able to commit to that, you can call her or text her at 766-1492. And today, after the service, if you men or guys are willing to help take down all the tables in the fellowship hall, we need to get ready for the chairs to be lined up. So thank you for that. Um, what's next? Wednesday, it's the same. Touch point with us at 10. Um, for the youth group updates, call or text Peter and Linnea Coffin, 368-2771. Thursday night is the Zoom Bible study with Pastor Dean. It's resuming. I like that. Zoom is resuming. To hear archived Sunday morning messages, go to our website, 10strikechurch.com, or soundcloud.com, 10strikechurch. I love this part, our giving. I'm a giver. I have been since I was a little girl. I think maybe, I don't know if there's a spiritual gift of giving or something, but there's something I can remember when I was old enough to babysit, I was so excited because I'd get, the most I ever got was 50 cents an hour. I remember one time I didn't even get that because she gave me a pair of shoes that she thought might fit me. The best place to babysit, they gave me $1 an hour. But I saved it. Back then, I didn't know about tithing. I do not remember my mother teaching me 10% goes there. This is why. My parents were farmers. The time that they gave the most money to the church was after harvest came in. So I'd, I didn't have a clue about the 10%. But I'd save my money, not for me, but so I could buy gifts for my family members. I just, it meant so much to me. Whatever I could make, I would make, but buying little gifts. I still, all these years, love to give. Um, and so uh, for our giving and tithes and offerings to TCC, you can mail them to 10 Strike Community Church, Post Office Box 67, 10 Strike 56683, or give online. Uh, 10strikechurch.com and I just know one thing our continued faithful giving makes a difference mm -hmm. I don't care if it's from a child putting it in downstairs in the offering just to let you know for years and years our children have faithful, faithfully been giving their offerings and it goes to Antonio and Marta Negrete in Mexico, 
we have been connected with him for how long? And um, they're soul winners. He's a soul winner, working the streets and the little villages all around. How many years? Close to 30. 30 years. There maybe 30. So it all makes a difference. Thank you, Lord. I think that's it. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm holding the mic wrong. This way. Yeah, it's better reception. Yeah, if you I'll do that. There, so. <clears throat> <laughs> a thought that keeps coming to me before we even get into the messages is that thing of prayer. Tim mentioned it during the praise and worship for those that are dealing with sickness and so forth. And uh, I spoke with Karen Smith. Some of you remember dealing Karen Smith. Quite a few of you do. And um, well, I spoke with Karen and she is dealing with COVID right now and I could really tell it on her voice and such, but Dale is in the hospital. He has been since Monday and so uh, receiving oxygen and so forth. So we want to be lifting them up in prayer. And our precious brother Dean, Pastor Dean, we want to keep remembering him too. He's, um, I'm sure, watching now, and our hearts, you know, we love you, Pastor Dean, very much, and you've touched many, many of our lives here, and uh, we're so thankful for you, mm-hmm. and we're standing with you through this this time. Um, Pastor Dean's had some struggles with his, his legs and mobility and so forth, and and some things are getting straightened around or in place so that that'll be better, but we're believing too for wholeness there for him. Uh, and that's what we can do for each other is pray for each other. We need each other in the body of Christ. And it seems like we each have times and we have turns that we take for those kind of things. So we thank you, Lord, Father God, right now for your divine intervention with Dale and Karen Smith and Pastor Dean and any others, Father, in Jesus' name. And then also, we won't get specific, but you know we have a team right now that's out on a mission. They very likely are watching too right now very possibly anyway. And uh, we love you, and we're praying for you. We're standing with you as you are there on that mission. And uh, so we just... Yeah, we thank you, Lord. Strength, body, soul, mind, and spirit for each of our team members there in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Yes. If we were going to have a title for our message today, it would be our guiding light. And a summary might be the living lamp of the Holy Spirit within and the living lamp of God's word are our guide. They're our guiding light for 2022. And they bring illumination and revelation concerning each step of our upcoming year's journey with the Lord. And with the troubled waters that 
we've been having to navigate in these days, these last few years in particular, it seems, um, it's just imperative that we have a guide to help us. It always has been, but in these days, as things intensify in the spirit realm, you know, we see things in the earthly realm. I think you know, but I'll remind you that the things that you see in the natural are influenced greatly by things in the spiritual realm. The things you see in the seen realm, in whatever areas that we're t you would be talking about, um, are greatly affected by things in, this, in the spirit realm. Things of economy, things of governments, you know, even things of health and, and so forth. There's a spiritual warfare. We're told in Ephesians 6.12, where we're not fighting against flesh and blood, but against powers and principalities of the unseen realm. And things are intensifying. You know, there's even maybe what you'd call precursors of the, of the mark. You know, and even the, we see things about things inserted in hands for, you know, with this COVID thing uh, in different countries and so forth. I think I, I was Franklin Graham, Billy Graham's son. I read an article he had written that he didn't think that was the mark of the beast, but he sure he said it shows how close it's getting and can be, and a like a precursor. Uh, there's a word I have for you this morning. You know, the, in 2022 it could be the year that Jesus returns. We may not be here on January 1st, 2023. The rapture of the church may have happened. On the other hand, it may not. We, I don't know that. But this is the word, be ready. That's what the word tells us. Be ready as though it could be today. Because it, it could be very soon. It could happen in this year. Did you hear what I said? It's, it's possible. And so all the more reason we need the guiding light for each day to make them count, to be led by the Holy Spirit. God's living word is like a map or a blueprint or an instruction manual that gives direction for how to walk on the path of life with a capital L, the path of life. We let God's word guide us each day, correct us where needed, instruct us, lead us, teach us, confirm things to us. And God's living spirit within us is like our personal journey guide to help us to stay on the path of life. His spirit within us. And the to confirm and they bring illumination and revelation for instructing us for decisions in the short range and in the longer range as we go. 
And Joyce had some revelation here. When was that? Last week? Yeah. Yeah, it's Christmas Day. You can use this if you need to. I can take this. It was Christmas morning. I was having my quiet time. And we actually had a very quiet Christmas Day because our kids were all with other relatives. We had our thing just this past Monday at our home. And so um, I was up to in my reading. I started reading through the Bible the first day of 20. 20. I'm up to Psalms and Proverbs. <laughs> I was so thankful when I got through Job. And, you know, I was faithful, but I was not consistent a chapter a day because I go on rabbit trails. I, I'm one that studies. I've been teaching in me for myself. And, but I had a chuckle. Christmas Day morning, I'm reading Proverbs. I love reading Proverbs. So it was Proverbs 20. I'm reading it. I got up to verse 27. The spirit of a man is the lamp of the Lord, searching all the inner depths of his heart. Oh, and so, of course, I love to go to my iPhone, the Abstrong's Concordance Hebrew, the word lamp, shining light. But it also means fire in the original Hebrew. And anyway, I just, it was like, I didn't even finish reading the chapter. I still have not finished reading Proverbs 20. Every morning I would get up and I'd do other, I'd get up to that verse. Mm, I guess I'm chewing on it. <laughs> mm -hmm. I, I, I'm, yeah, there's such a depth there for me. But one morning I noticed in my spirit-filled life Bible, the note at the bottom says, man's spirit is God's contact point through which he illumines man and reveals himself to man. So there was that word illumination and then revelation. Um, another morning when I, I went to it, Okay, I read it again, and it was like, ooh, I'm going to read it are the passion version. So I get my iPhone. The spirit God breathed into man is like a living lamp. I love that. A shining light searching into the innermost chamber of our being. Again, that shows illumination, then comes revelation. But then one morning when I was looking at that, I read it again from the Passion. Af after illumination and revelation, we get to choose, personally choose, if we're going to act on that revelation. Personal choice. Decision. Decisions, decisions. So, do you have anything else you want to share? Well, I could just share this. This won't be on the screen unless you can find it real quick. This is Ephesians 1, starting at 17. And this is Paul's prayer for Ephesus, but really it's a prayer for us too. And it's a prayer that you can pray for yourself or for others 
Because this revelation, revelation comes by the Holy Spirit, and we can pray for people to receive revelation. I'm sure that story I was sharing that Paul Harvey had always given at Christmas Eve on the radio, where the man, he just couldn't see it. He just couldn't see the whole thing of Jesus born as a baby. I mean, he was blind. He couldn't see. But then that night, all God used that night, the little birds. Mm -hmm. God can use about anything (laughs) to get through to us, you know. He's used birds for me too before. (laughs) But all of a sudden, it's like the light bulb turned on. Well, we know that that man's family was praying for him. Maybe at that very moment. I mean, here he was at home while they were at the Christmas Eve service. But all of a sudden, there it was. In childlike faith, he received Jesus as his savior. Did he have it all figured out in his head? Everything? Absolutely not. Because he'd already tried that route. Yeah, and I've been there. I've been there before, for sure, that I thought I, in my own mind, had to figure things out in the, of the spirit realm before, like the baptism in the spirit, for instance. It kept me from being released with the prayer language for a long time, that and pride. But anyway, this is a prayer we can pray for ourselves. Like, once again, it's Ephesians 1, starting at verse 17. He prays that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give to you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him the eyes of your understanding, or in my side margin it says hearts, or your spirit, our spirit has eyes too, to see. And see, that's where that, what that meant. It was his, the eyes of his spirit that saw. All of a sudden it was there. Mm-hmm. He saw it. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing with the scriptures. We, we need to continue in the word, because we may read a scripture 25 times, and then we read it the next time. (sighs) I didn't see that before. But then, like Joyce said, the question is, am I going to act on it and do it? If I don't, it says in James that I deceive myself. I confuse myself, and I deceive myself. But the eyes of your understanding, again, verse 18, the eyes of your understanding being enlightened that you may know what is the hope of his calling. And then it goes on, that many things there, his power and so forth. But that's, once again, that illumination, that guiding light, that living, what do you call it? Living lamp. Living lamp. Living lamp. From the Passion Version. Spirit of man is a candle of the Lord, or we might say today the light bulb or whatever. Mm-hmm. So, so um, another morning, um, again, I got to that verse, and then I thought, I'm going to cross-reference this. And I finally looked, oh, yeah. So then it was 1 Corinthians 2, 
verses 9 through 12 from the New King James Version. But as, is, as it is written, I has not seen, nor ear heard, nor have entered in the heart of man the things which God has prepared for those who love him. But God has revealed them to us through his spirit. For the spirit searches all things, yes, the deep things of God. For what man knows the things of a man except the spirit of the man which is in him? Even so, no one knows the things of God except the spirit of God. Now we have received. Not the spirit of the world, but the spirit who is from God, so that we might know the things that have been freely given to us by God. You want me to continue, or you got something else? That's just really good. It's... 1 Corinthians 2, verses 9 through the first part of verse 12 from the Message Bible. That's why we have this scripture text. No one's ever seen or heard anything like this. Never so much as imagined anything quite like it. What God has arranged for those who love him. Me and you. But you've seen. You've heard it. Because God by his spirit has brought it all out into the open before you. The Spirit dives into the depths of God and brings out what God planned all along. Whoever knows what you're thinking and planning except you yourself? The same with God except that he not only knows what he's thinking, he lets you in on it. <laughs> I love that. He lets you in on it, what he's thinking. He's, so, our, anyway. he's our personal teacher. Yes. It says in First John 2, it says that God is our teacher. And there's an anointing there. It's yes. the anointing of the Holy Spirit that each one of us that's a believer has. And we... It is so wonderful. We can we can talk to God yes. and He talks yes. to us. Yes. It says in Matthew four four it says, Man isn't gonna live does not live by bread alone, you know, physical bread, food, but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. And every day he can talk to you. And he can talk to you about what we would call the very practical things. You know, I was talking about the birds, and I normally have a thing where every Monday I, f I fill the bird feeder. And that's uh, uh, just on my list of things, to-do list on Mondays. And uh, I didn't do it this week because that's when we had our family Christmas, and it was that's the day it snowed so much. The first day, I guess. But uh, 
then I think it was the next day or Wednesday, maybe it was after both snows, I'm not sure the timing exactly, but it was before this severe cold. Because we've had 14 inches of snow within a few days. Yeah, and I think it was just before the real cold hit. I wasn't thinking all about filling the bird feeders because I had missed it and I just forgot. And But then, uh, we're just with the Lord, praying, and here comes a thought. The birds, you know, feed the birds. And then, oh, see what I, I guess you'd call it, it's childlike faith or something. I believe the Lord tells me that kind of stuff. Think, well, your common sense should show you. Well, I just believe that we can come into a place with the Lord where just about everything we do, it's Him communicating with us and talking with us. On the job, in school, he can help you with math. I wish I would have known this back when I... <laughs> that was a challenging subject for me, math. But I didn't realize what I realize now. The Lord can illumine us. He brings thoughts to us. Be real keen on thoughts that come to you. Like all day long, but especially right away in the morning when you wake up or get up. But I'm saying all day long, really. If thoughts are causing you a disturbance in here, are causing you to have a churning and a yuck feeling inside, discern what that is. What is it? A lot of times it's because you're worrying about something. Well, that's not a, a thought from God. If, not, if it's something that's calling stress or distress in you, that's not coming from God. Worried or feeling condemned about something? Condemnation. Mm -hmm. Or maybe it's envious thoughts, jealous thoughts. Obviously, that doesn't line up with the Word. That's where, again, the Word is a lamp to us. It lightens things up. But we can. We can go to the Lord. What is this? Something's not right. Something is yuck in here. And the Lord will show you. He will tell you. You'll know. All of a sudden, there it is. Oh, yeah. But then you've got to act on it again and replace those thoughts with the thoughts of the Word. And the other thing would be the thing of acting on something that's a positive thought, a thought, hmm, you could do this. This is something you can do. It may be pertaining to something physical with your body or what you do at work or the th illustration I thought of was Dan and Chris with that. We had the big pomp gathering at David Jones' home for New Year's Eve night. What's the name of that game you made, Dave, or Dan? Skittles. Or not. Skittles. Skittles. Somewhere in there, one of you, maybe it was Chris, because you're the one that had played it when you were younger, had the thought about that game. Very, very old game that she had played years and years ago at um, the resort when you came up here. But then from that point on, something had to happen. There had to start to be some follow-through to that thought. Hmm, I'd like that game. 
I'd like to play that game again. I'd like my grandkids to be able to play that game. So actually, Dan researched it. He built one. He made one based on, you know, what that online, what it showed. This is what that game is. They brought that <laughs> to Dave and Jones house that night. We had a blast, all of us trying that simple little game from the youngest grandkid to, I mean, but see what I'm saying? He, there had to be something beyond just having a thought. I wish I could find that game, or maybe I could make that. So that's an example from the positive side. Yep, we had a blast, and Tim blasted out all the Skittles. <laughs> he had power in there. You have to describe it. It's something to do with a little wooden top. It spins around and goes in little rooms. And hits little and wooden hits. things off in little compartments. It's, it's awesome. I think Tim just about took off into the air. <laughs> but the thing is, Dan had a thought. Yeah. And then uh, probably another one. Yeah. And, oh, and, yes. I mean, it was confirmations from different things, yeah. probably. And then he acted on it. But you see, for every one of us, it says that, well, it says in Psalm 119, 105, it says, the word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. Well, it can be like, as you're in the word, he shows you what to do the, the next, that day. But also, he can start to bring thoughts that are from nine months from now, or whatever. And just to, to start to, to listen to those. And if they keep coming back, and they bring that peace, you know, the Word of God says, let the peace of God rule in your hearts. You know, if there's disturbance rather than peace, I mean, if it's that yuck feeling or whatever, then we need to deal with that and find out what it is, discern from the Word and from the Holy Spirit, what is it, deal with it. Sometimes we maybe say, Lord, correct me, forgive me, you know, mm -hmm. or I forgive that person that hurt me or offended me or whatever. But oftentimes there's thoughts that are from, they're from God and they come and you have a peace about them. And as they continue to come, you have a peace. And that's the way it has been with Joyce and I seeing a transition coming. And once again, I'll say it right away, this is our home church, this is where we'll be. But we sense there's a change, there's a change in our role, okay? And we don't know all what that is. We don't know all what it is, but we want you to be a part of that with us and to share it with us mm -hmm. as we go through the process, you know, but but it's still it's out there a ways, but some of it may be even in steps or something. We aren't sure. But it falls right in line with this teaching. That's how we've done things in our lives, and I know many of you have too. Step at a time as the Holy Spirit shows you, but he'll start to show you things. He'll show me things to teach on sometimes almost a year ahead or nine months maybe, and I just start gathering things and praying about it until all of a sudden, you know, it starts as that little embryo and grows and grows and grows until all of a sudden it's birthed and there it is and then we speak it forth. But don't give up on it either if the Lord has spoken to you things. 
about your life. Maybe it's about your home, your family, or... I or keep getting your physical health. Physical your health. Body, your physical health, or maybe yes. the health of your mind. Or, or the workplace, or school, or, or different decisions. If it just seems like it's not happening as when it sh should. You know, a lot of things like the baby growing inside of a mother's womb, we don't see it. Well, these days we actually can, I guess. <laughs> But, uh, you know, it's the actual reality of it isn't until the birthing has taken place. But that's how it is in the things of the spirit realm. These, these kind of things, too, they begin in the spirit. Things in our lives, changes in our lives and so forth, they start in the spirit realm and we pray them through. Again, prayer is so important and revelation, knowledge, illumination from our spirit. The spirit of man is the candle of the Lord. Spirit of man is the light bulb. The spirit, your spirit, or men and women, you know, that's where God speaks to us and confirms things to us. Hallelujah. I just thought of, um, well, we talked about this too. Maybe it was yesterday. And this is going way back. But when I was living on the farm in Leota, I was so content living there. I had no sense of adventure. I mean, my time was mapped out every morning and night, put on those mud boots you head to the barn <laughs> to help my dad with the dairy cows and lots of other chores. But through that process, when I was a seventh and eighth grader at the Leota Christian School in Leota, Minnesota, I had the best teacher ever, Mr. Harvey DeGroote. The best teacher ever. I was so inspired by him. Um, not because he made things easy. I remember he was the one, he found out my mom was giving me piano lessons and he asked, her, is she ready to play for our morning? We would sing something in the Christian school in the morning thing, and my mom said, yeah, she's ready. I was horrified. When he came to ask me, I just like petrified. There's no way I'll play piano with no one watching except my mom. So it wasn't that all my memories about him were, he just made school real easy. But he's the one, at one point, um, I'd had no art class through whatever, but in his, he wasn't an artist either, but he took a quart jar, he cut cattails, he stuck it in the jar, put it on his desk, and one day he surprised all of us, he says, here, just, here's a piece of paper and pencil for all of you, see what, if you can draw that. Well, we'd never have, drawing before, I drew it and it actually, it looked like it, like it was. It's when I discovered I could draw. I'd look at other people's and it's like, I guess I can draw. <laughs> but at, that grew in me in, in high school. I start sketching more, whatever. High school, Christian high school, not one art class. They didn't have art. So I initiated art club after school hours 
And that's too, it was just like a thought. Well, there, I know there's a few more kids in the school that maybe like to draw or do something with art. The principal gave us permission to meet in the furnace room after school hours. I remember, I could still get a picture. We're setting up little drawing tables and in the furnace room. But during that time, it was my mom. She began to see all my sketching books. I'd take sketchbooks out to the barn. I'd sketch the cows back ends. I'd sketch the cats, the dogs. I'd sketch my dad kneeling down with the milkers. It was just, I loved to just sketch. And so she looked into the thing of um, a home study course. It was called Famous Artist Course. And they, they spent the money for me to have that. I don't know which year I was, whether I was freshman or sophomore, I began to do that at home. You do your lessons and then you'd send it in. They, then you do the next lesson or whatever. But when I was in the seventh and eighth grade, there was this thought, I wanna be a teacher like Mr. DeGroat. Then when I was doing my home study course on art, I started to have the thought kind of in the back of my mind, well, when I teach, I'm for sure gonna have art class <laughs> with my students. See, I was picturing myself teaching in a Christian school. So when it came more like to the beginning of our senior year, I mean, they're, they're helping you. They're, it's like, consider college, consider, you know, different, what are you gonna do after you graduate? And that living lamp in me, I can tell you, it wasn't just like, this is what you're gonna do, this is how you're gonna do it. When he said the thing of you just keep talking to the Lord about it, on the farm, they had 200 acres of cropland and there was a waterway that went through it. I don't know, I think it was still, when I was in seventh and eighth grade already, I loved to walk that waterway when the weather was right, I wouldn't do it in the middle of the winter, but it's when I talked to the Lord. It's when I talked to Jesus. I was even free to cry out there as I was walking. That's when I would be like, what do you want me to do after I graduate from high school? And you see, how it, I believe that's the pathway that so many of you had to, it's just this, it's a step and then the next step or whatever. So at a certain point, I just had, it's like the light was Dort College. Sioux Center, Iowa was the Christian college associated with our church. And I just had a piece about my best friend and my first cousin was gonna go there. It's like, we're gonna be roommates. Yep, I got accepted there. But that guiding light in our lives, it's not like when you get one answer, I found the right mate. You don't just stop with your heart of wanting the Lord to guide you. I mean, our whole life is that way. And so um, I'm at Dort College. It was good. It was good, but no art. 
It was a Christian college. There was not one art course. And way, I don't know, into the years, someone posted something, an art contest. I like look at it. I thought, well, I'm going to draw something. I drew it. Received first place. But that was a stepping stone again for light. The thought began to come. Maybe I'm supposed to transfer to a college where I can actually get some real art courses. And the thought that came as I talked to the Lord, just kind of talking to the Lord about it, was Northwestern College. It wasn't how many miles away? Twelve. Twelve months, but it was, this is what happened. When I came home and started to talk to mom and dad about it, it's like, and again, I was not this type of person to go on another adventure. That wasn't, I still was not that type of person, but I talked to them about it. They said, you, you do it, it's in your heart. Um, I remember going to talk to our pastor in the church. I just, I very much respected pastors in well, the Joyce, church. Joyce grew up in the Christian Reformed Church. And yes. I grew up in the Reformed Church. Yes. So That's this was Christian Reformed Church. Two different church. denominations. I went to, just asked if I could talk to him. I said, I just want, I've got plans, you know, it's looking like. And Dort was a Christian Reformed College. Yes. Northwest with was our a Reformed Church, church College. College. Right. So I shared with them. I don't know why, I just felt, I think I wanted his prayer covering and just affirmation, and I remember I was sitting in the consistory room, this big formal table with all the chairs around, that's where he met me, and when I shared about what this thing, it's just in my heart to transfer to Northwestern, his face got red, I remember, it's like, he looked at me, he says, Joyce, what happens if you meet a young man there and you fall in love with him and you want to marry him? And I'm just, you know, I'm just looking at I said, I'd probably marry him. <laughs> he was upset with me. And it was just the thing, there must have been the thing a little bit of Christian Reformed and then Reformed. I was supposed to stay with Christian Reformed. <laughs> But I remember all that light and that had been in me. It seemed like, oh, I went tried home, to, I just tried cried. To it. it tried to quench it. I went home, I just cried. I think dad was outside, but I talked to mama, I just cried. She says, Joyce, follow your heart. And so there's something I did learn over the course of my years before we ever got married, I had some deep disappointments with people I very much respected who were in a place of authority. I don't know why I experienced that. Maybe it was preparation for what we've done for 40 years here. But yes, I did I then had the piece, I transferred to Northwestern where obviously I met Steve there. And we're not going to go into all of that, but the strange part is that same living lamp 
that had guided me to Dort College. Then he guided me to Northwestern. Then I just began to know I'm to finish my schooling at Calvin College in Grand Rapids, Michigan. I'm telling you, this was not who I was to move to a big city. Three colleges in three years was not me. That's not who I saw myself as. But there was something about that living lamp that when that's there in our lives, there comes a peace. There comes a peace like, I don't know how this is gonna work. I don't know how this is gonna work out. I just know this keeps coming, this thought keeps coming, this. There's a peace that's there, you know, in the natural realm, it doesn't seem right. Yes. And that's what it's gonna be for each one of us and yes. you that are online this morning, that there are things in 2022 you continue to seek the Lord about yes. those things. Yes. Bring it before Him and just watch the, be yes. keen on the thoughts that come to you. Again, discard the ones that bring a lack of peace, yes. but receive the ones, let that be the umpire. I believe it's Colossians 3.15. Mm. Uh, let peace. the peace of God rule in your hearts. Be your guard. Be your guard, well. Guide. Act as umpire is what umpire. it says in one translation, yeah. but but uh, just continue on. You know, don't give up on it. Continue on, mm -hmm. and the Lord will show you. Yes. It may seem confusing right now, or you may not yeah. see all the yeah. details, but you don't have to see all of them. You just need to take the steps that the Lord gives you and then act on those. And so, so. for next Sunday, we're going to be continuing. I feel... For me, this is the stopping point for me, and I'll yeah. share a tidbit next week that goes into the next yes. steps. But yes. thank you, Lord, in Jesus' name. We're so thankful. Oh, you're our living lamp. You've always meant for it to be that way because you know what we're like when we try to do things on our own or figure things out. You so love us that you want to be that continual living lamp to us, Father. You want to illumine simple things to us, some bigger things. You want it to become like a revelation. Oh, I, I, I can step out. I can do that. I can go there. I can... You want, and then all oh, the courage to act on what you're showing us. Oh, you're so faithful from the beginning to the end in every part of our lives. The beginning of this new year. Thank you, Father, in Jesus' name. We love you. Amen. And we continue in our prayers for those that we mentioned earlier, for all of those who continue yes. in those. And if you have... A prayer need will be up here to pray with you. Um, and we have coffee and goodies, right? Yes. For, and fellowship time. Yes. And remember to get your tickets if you haven't yet for the play, which is Saturday. Or yes. Or this Saturday. Yeah. Two o'clock. And, and Sunday, two o'clock. And again, thanks to any able-bodied 
men that will help take down all those oh, tables right. in the fellowship hall. Yep. Yep. Blessings. That's right. Amen. <laughs> Bless you all. 22. We'll watch, we'll watch what the Lord is going to do yes. in 2022. Amen. Yes. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Hallelujah. We are dismissed.